Socrates. Hey, we know that name. Yeah. Hey, look him up. Oh, it's under Socrates. Oh, yeah. Socrates. The only true wisdom consists in knowing that you know nothing. That's us, dude. Oh, yeah. Let's bag him. Yeah. Hello and welcome to Happy Fun Time Movie Hour. My name is Eric. Sitting across from me is Arwen. We are the family-friendly podcast that talks about rated R movies. And more. And more. Uh, if you like us, come to our Facebook. We are Happy Fun Time Movie Hour. We're also on Twitter. We are at Funtime Movies 1. That is Funtime Movies and the number one. You can listen to us on all the platforms in the world, including Stitcher. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and more. Now let's get to the show. So let's talk trailers first. Okay. We watched the Dune trailer. So good. It looks like uh, they're using some of David Lynch's uh, movie. You know, like, like an homage. Oh, okay. Yeah. You mean the trailer? Yeah. Oh. Well, it looks very much like David Lynch's vision that he was going to have if he didn't have the studio uh, screw him over. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because there's a, a YouTube video video out right now that shows all three Dune trailers. The uh, There's three of them? Yeah, there's a 1984 and oh. then that sci-fi channel that they did that and then this new one. And all of the trailers are almost identical. Of course. Yeah. It's all a big old thing. Uh huh. <laughs> now, however, I do think that the look of the new trailer, mm-hmm. it, it's more authentic to uh, to the story. Yeah. I liked the the shields. You know, oh yeah, the, yeah. It, it looked technology is caught up too. Yeah. So definitely. that helps. Um. What else? Let me think here. Well, Wonder Woman. Push back to Christmas. Yeah. I will say, if there is any movie I'm going to go see during this pandemic at the theater, and it's between Dune and Wonder Woman, Dune wins, well, hands yeah. down. Yeah. And uh, we watched the trailer to The Batman. Yes. And that looks like it's set in 1994. A little bit. Uh, it just feels like it's set in the 90s because he's all goth and emo and there's, you know, they played Come As You Are mm-hmm. or something like, no, not Come As You Are. Was it Come As You Are? It was a Nirvana song. Yeah, it was a Nirvana song. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was uh, Something In The Way. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. That's a good song. Got that. What movies did we watch recently? We saw a bunch of movies. Well, we watched uh, the new Bill and Ted. Yeah. We watch Face the Music, and uh, we haven't seen Milan. No, not yet. Probably one of our predictions from last time we talked about this is like, uh, I'd see Bill and Ted over Milan, and guess what? That happened. <laughs> um, we haven't seen Parasite yet, but we got to. Yeah. Mickey made us watch Train to Busan. It was good. Mm-hmm. Parasite is awesome, too, and I just watched another Korean zombie movie that just came out for some reason. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and I'm trying to remember what it was called when I'm looking it up. <laughs> it's called, like, hashtag, like, stay alive or something. And they are doing really good over there. Oh, I've heard yeah. of that one. Yeah, like, it just came out, and I was drunk at, like, 3 a.m. on Netflix, and I was like, no, I'll watch this. <laughs> um, We watched The Wrong Missy. We did watch that movie. And that was a thing that we watched. My bar was set really, really low, so it was... It you was kinda, enjoyable. You kind of have to do that with the Sandler movie anyway. Yeah, I never expect bar much. Down. So, anyway, we watched a couple movies. We watched a bunch of trailers. And now we also watched Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, the first installment of the Bill and Ted trilogy. Mm-hmm. Rated PG. One hour and 30 minutes long. And you can see this right now on Amazon Prime. Yep. I, I'd say it's for free, but you're paying for Prime. Directed by Stephen Herrick. I don't know what else he's directed. It stars Keanu Reeves, Alex Winter, George Carlin, and uh, 
I would they they put the guy that played Napoleon as fourth build, but I'm like, really? No, I'm not gonna say and the guy that played Napoleon. No. Uh, I I put down Hal Landon Jr. Who is he? He's Ted's dad. Oh, okay. So the movie opens up like there's this giant crystal with this song playing, and it sounds like it's from the movie Heavy Metal. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it just lands, and then we see Rufus in in like a dark room, mm-hmm. kind of like the beginning of Dune when it's Chani. It's Chani, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It's was Princess Ireland. Saying Dune Arrakis doesn't. Oh yeah, blah, blah, blah. I thought you were talking about Chani. I'm sorry. No, uh, just giving an ex- exposition of like what you're about to see mm-hmm. is a true event. Whatever. All right, and then uh, after the narration, we cut to Bill and Ted in their garage. It's 1988 in San Dimas, yeah. California. San Dimas, California, 1988, and they're playing really badly. They remind me of what I like to call Valley Boys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're totally in that Valley speak. Mm -hmm. The dudes and the excellence and the most heinouses and the radicals and whatnot. And not much of anything else. Yeah. Um, One thing you notice on Bill's shorts is the smiley face Mm -hmm. uh, patch on his knee. So there you go. There's also a patch that I think says save the humans. Yep. But that smiley face patch... It's important. It just is. So, yeah, they're playing bad. Their aunt blows up. Then they realize they're late for school. Yeah. Um, We kind of get the idea here that uh, Bill is probably the smartest of the two. Oh, definitely. Because he's like, we're late. And Ted's like, for what? And he's like, for school. He's like, oh. Yeah. And and Bill's the more subdued one. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And... People, like, in the new movie, The Face of Music, people were like, Bill was just too, like, subdued and, like, sad. And it's like, like, go back and watch yeah, the go original back and watch material. the other two, and you'll see the same exact thing. He's just the more sensitive one, I guess. Uh, and they talk about Eddie Van Halen. They're like, you know what, we should get Eddie Van Halen in the band. Uh, and then, and, and Ted's like, no, but we need a triumphant video. And they're like, we can't have a triumphant video without Eddie Van Halen in the band. And then they, get, they both go, whoa. Yeah, they work themselves into a paradoxical loop. It, it's amazing that Keanu Reeves really didn't typecast himself. Because he, uh, he did The Matrix, and when he said, whoa, people made fun of that. Oh, really? In the trailer. Yeah, and, and people are like, oh, so it's going to be like Ted in oh. the future. But, uh, but he did that uh, movie where he picks grapes. Yes. And then he did that movie where he was in a time-traveling uh, uh, post office. Actually, a movie that you had me watch just this year was a really surprising role that I didn't know that he had done. Oh, uh, that one, uh, Always Be My Maybe, where he kisses Ali Wong? No. Oh. No, the one with um, oh, that chick who played in um, Lord of the Rings. Oh, Parenthood. I'm going to beat you. What? I love Parenthood. That's that's a great movie. No, the one where he was the wife beater. Oh, yeah, The Gift. Yes! That movie was so <laughs> brutal. <laughs> it was a very surprising yeah, he plays way this, to see him. He plays this racist hillbilly from, like, South Louisiana or some crap. Yeah. Yeah. He's got range. Now he kills people that, you know, hurt puppies. Yeah, yeah. Don't kill his dog. You will die, too. <laughs> anyway, so they... They're in class. Yeah, they're in history class. And uh, the teacher's like, what else? And he's like, dead? He yeah. Goes, so, Bill, you think Napoleon is an old dead dude? Mm-hmm. Everybody laughs. Ha <laughs> Bill's an idiot. And then they ask Ted, who Joan of Arc is... And he goes, Noah's wife? Yeah. And everybody laughs. Ha ha, Ted, you're an idiot. Then we get the plot of the movie. They got to pass this dang history exam. Mm-hmm. And if they don't pass, what happens? They flunk. Yeah. They have to get an A-plus on their oral history exam. And 
Missy picks them up after school. Yes. Missy is not as hot as I remember, but still good looking. Really? Yeah. Aw. She, if you watch it, she looked like she had gray teeth, by the way, and she looked like she might have had the worst acne I've ever seen on a woman. Really? I yeah. didn't notice any she of that. She just had a bunch of, like, pot scars or whatever, hmm. pot, pot marks mm-hmm. on her face. Just... HD kind of ruined hot chicks for me. Funny. Yeah. You know, hot chicks get acne too. They just wear more makeup. Not movie star ones. Yes, they do. Anyway, so um, Missy, Missy Missy was a senior when they were a sophomore. No freshman. I'm pretty sure it was freshman. Oh yeah, freshman. Never mind. He's I did like, write it down. It's like, remember when she was a senior and we were a freshman? Yeah. Shut up, Ted. <laughs> Um, and then he said something else. I forget what he He, he antagonizes yeah. Bill. And it's hilarious. So they stop by Ted's house. Yeah. And Ted's father is searching for his lost keys. Yeah, he lost his keys the day before. He's blaming Ted. Ted didn't do it. Well, that we know of. And and then he goes, oh, and by the way, if you fail uh, this grade... You're going to military school in Alaska. Mm -hmm. So his dad's kind of a jerk. There's not much range in this. He's just a jerk. Um, Hal Linden Jr. also was in Eraserhead. Okay. Mm -hmm. He was the the guy that uh, made the pencils. Interesting. Yeah. So there's our connection. Yeah. It's very weird. Alex Winter was a vampire once. I know, I love that movie. We're going to have to do that movie for Halloween, um, but Adeline uh, never let me keep her movie. <laughs> so, we're we're back in the future, and Rufus is like, well, got to go save time, and the three most important men in the world, which they are billed as. Yeah. Um, they're like, party on, dude. And he's like, yep. Yeah, uh, they transform that, that gem. Yeah, into the... In, into the phone booth. Into the phone booth. And... and it's a Doctor Who reference. Oh, okay. You know, police box, yes. Doctor Who. Taurus. Um, mm-hmm. The time stream, they call it the time circuits. Oh. They call it circuits, phone, circuits, blah, blah, blah. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. And uh, instead of the time stream and mm-hmm. whatnot. So there's there's this big homage to Doctor Who. I like that. Bill and Ted are studying. <laughs> Missy brings some snacks. Well, first, they're talking about, like, George Washington. Oh, yeah. And they're like, what do we know about George Washington? Uh, he had wooden teeth, uh, dollar bill dude, um, and what else? Oh, and he killed uh, Moby Dick. And No, he killed a whale. He, no, he said Did he say Moby, Moby Dick? Dick? Yeah. Oh, okay. And he's like, no, that's that's uh, Captain Ahab, dude. <laughs> and that's when I'm like, oh, so Bill knows how to read. Mm-hmm. So he's probably read Moby Dick or some synopsis of it. Yeah, it... They probably made it to junior high like normal. Yeah. And and Bill was like the smart one. And then, you know, puberty hit and they're like, oh, let's be like them. Yeah. Um, then Missy comes in with burnt grilled cheese sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Offers them the sandwiches. But the dad comes in, talks to him. Then he decides, I'm going to give you money. You're going to leave this room. And then they sh- he shuts the door. And he's like... Whoa, your dad's getting it in your room now, dude. It's like, shut up, Ted. Hey, remember when I asked her to do the prom? Shut up, Ted. So, it's pretty funny right there. And I I put down here that Bill and Ted must be rich. Like, money is not an object. People pass money around in this movie like it's, you know, free. Yeah. And they go to the Circle K. Circle K is taking over the South. Yeah, apparently. We we had two, no, three built within, like, four miles of each other. Uh-huh. So that's kind of weird. Yeah, and they took over some uh, some others on my way to work. And yeah. I was like, oh, that's a Circle K now. And, uh, <laughs> and, and the weird thing is, is that they're just sitting there eating pudding or whatever. And uh, they're asking random people questions about historic figures. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, my favorite was... Uh, do you, do you know when the Mongols ruled China? Yeah. He asked that twice. I know. So he, uh, uh, 
they're 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 about to leave and go to a different convenience store. Yeah. And you see the sky open up and all this like electric lightning and everything, and this phone booth lands there. Rufus gets out and Ted asks him about the yeah. the Mongols in he China, and I was like, "That's the know, first thing." Do you know when the Mongols ruled China? <laughs> he goes, "Good question." <laughs> I love, uh, I love him, George Carlin. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was one of the best comedians to ever live. Mm-hmm. Um, he was in a couple uh, Kevin Smith movies. Yeah. He he was famous for the weatherman report um, that he did in the 60s. Mm. Uh, but he's most famous for the seven uh, uh, bad words. Oh, yeah. Uh, that you can't say. Mm-hmm. I was listening, like last night, I was listening to Mike Kaplan when I was coming home. And he said, yeah, I got a job at NBC. And they told me, you can't say an N word, a B word, or the C word. And he goes, but that's all your letters combined. Uh-huh. How come you can say that and I can't? It was just funny. That and is funny. He, I never thought mentioned, of it like that. Then he mentioned Carlin and the seven words. And and uh, apparently he said them on NBC. Oh, really? Uh, as like on the Tonight Show or a late show. Oh. And uh, he was never asked back. <laughs> so, but his HBO specials were tremendous. And mm-hmm. he did one a year. And he did something that no other comedian would do is he would trash all of his material and start all over Mm -hmm. every single time. So every time he had a new hour special, he worked on that for an entire year to get that special. That's cool. Um, Louis C.K. did the same thing. Mm -hmm. But we can't talk about him because he got me too'd. Yeah. Can't wait till we do a Louis C.K. movie. (laughs) Yeah. He did. He directed Booty Tank. <laughs> I forgot about that. Uh, and yeah, and, and and Ted goes, "Strange things are afoot at the Circle K." That's like my favorite line. Yeah, and then they're talking to Rufus, and then Bill and Ted land in their phone book, well, phone book, phone booth, and I believe uh, Sigmund From Freud, future Bill and yeah, Ted, <laughs> Sigmund Freud, and uh, and Billy the Kid are at least in there. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't look as full, but it uh, was it supposed to be full. No, it wasn't full. They, they, uh, the the thing is still broken. So they go and they they talk about getting uh, extra credit. So that's after that they go get Joan of Arc and blah blah blah. Oh. So yeah, they're in there. They come out. They talk to Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted have no idea what's going on, and uh, and Rufus is like, "Here, I'll take you somewhere," and he takes them to uh, Austria, eighteen oh five. And uh, it's it's a battle that Napoleon is the general of, mm-hmm. and they're watching the battle. Napoleon sees them, and he goes, "Blow them up now!" Mm-hmm. And then he gets blown up for some reason as yeah. as Bill and Ted are leaving and going back home, and then Napoleon gets caught up in their time circuit. Mm-hmm. And he's just floating out there in the time stream. Yeah, he's following behind. Bill and Ted land. Napoleon lands in a tree. And then Ted has... What does Ted have to do? He's going inside to get something. Oh, yeah. He's... They discover Napoleon after Rufus leaves. So then they go in and they tell Ted's brother to take care of Napoleon. Yeah, they're leaving... They're leaving... Deacon in charge of yeah. one of the most prolific rulers of Amer- of the world history. <laughs> um, one of the weird rules is uh, no matter how long you take in time, uh-huh. San Dimas time still moves forward. Yeah, which is dumb. So I was like, so San Dimas must be like the center of time? Or at least it's their possible. time. So I yeah. don't know. Um. So, yeah, they give Ted's brother some money and says, oh, you know, take him out on the town. let him Take him to a movie. Yeah. And he's like, all right. Which goes to show how stupid they are. And uh, Ted's dad threatens him again. Yeah, Ted, uh, Ted's dad tells him that he is going to pack, going to be uh, sent off to military school the next day, and he's not allowed to go anywhere that night. Right. So, so uh Bill, Bill does something really smart here 
and he does a, a prank phone call from yeah. the booth to get his dad out and of the like, house. Hello, this is Officer Van Halen. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Officer Van Halen. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they get they get out of there and then they go immediately to New Mexico, 1879. And they meet a guy named Billy the Kid, who they call Mr. the Kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they go to the saloon and get beers. Yeah. They're like, hey, we didn't get carded. Yeah, we should remember this place. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, like they're just going to frequent time travel now. And they landed between two outhouses. Mm-hmm. Do you know why the outhouse has a crescent-shaped uh, moon on the door? I figured it was so that you could see if there was somebody in. But no. I don't either. Oh. So Billy the Kid comes in, and he's like, I need two people. And they're like... We'll do it, Mr. The Kid. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) He goes, okay, we're going to play poker. If I win, I keep all the money. If you win, I keep all your money. And they're like, we're good with that. Yeah, they're like, all right. And so they're playing poker. First hand. Bill has to teach Ted how to keep a poker face because Ted's just all smiles. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, And then he's like, hey, I got three aces. he's like, hey, three aces. All right, so we're talking about Billy the Kid. Oh, by the way, we had a pause and we had to take a phone call. So this podcast is going to be a little messy, but I don't care. <laughs> yeah, uh, we were we were at uh, the the part where they're playing poker. Yeah, and uh, and then somebody accuses Billy of cheating. Yes, and Billy instead of doing something normal like no, I'm not cheating, guys. It immediately mm-hmm. turns into a brawl. Yeah, he should have just gone. Hey, guys, why would you think I'm cheating? I'm Billy the Kid. That's silly. I'm not Billy the Adult. See? That's dumb. Anyway. And a fight breaks out. The whole bar is fighting. There's Except a, for Bill and Ted. They're just sitting there. Yeah, they're there. just sitting there. <laughs> There's a woman that has a rope on the balcony of this yes. room. And she just screams Billy. And then she just like swings down like Tarzan and, and goes through the plate glass window. She takes somebody with, with her. With somebody else. Yeah. yeah. And between Bill and Ted, and they're just like, excellent. And then, <laughs> and then they get confronted. And they're like, hey, we're actually really weak and we don't fight. Yeah. And they're like, be excellent to each other. And then they get put through a wall. Yeah. Where the whores are. Yeah, whores are there. <laughs> and so and so they're like, they escape. They give wedgies or a Melvin. Okay. They, they tip, yeah, they pull the hats over their eyes oh, and they uh-huh. give the guy a Melvin. We don't call it a Melvin yet because that's in the next movie where death gets a Melvin. Oh, uh-huh. But they give this guy a Melvin. Okay. And then uh, they save Billy the Kid. And their whole plan is to kidnap historical figures so they can do the book report instead of them. Yeah. <laughs> it's just weird. So, so they escape with Billy the Kid and they go to 410 BC in Greece. BCE. It just said BCE, though. Yeah, but it's BCE. It doesn't matter. Yes, it does. Not in movie context when it just says BCE. But it is BCE. No. <laughs> it's not my fault they were unpolitically correct. This is before they changed it. Anyway, they're, they're like, what's here? And they're like, oh, Socrates, but it's pronounced Socrates. Yeah. They look him up in the book and they, they say, you know, something that, a quote of Socrates. And then they go up to his class and he's doing a, uh, our life doesn't matter. We're just dust, you know. And then they're like, philosophize with him. Mm-hmm. Well, they introduce themselves and he goes, Socrates. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and then they like, philosophize with him, Ted. Bill's always getting Ted to do the things. Uh-huh. And we see that during the book report, too. Mm-hmm. Um and he's like, oh, all we are is dust in the wind, dude. Mm-hmm. And he like, just oh. kind of looks at him. But then, you know, <laughs> yeah. Bill does the yeah, the, the He, go, he the picks sand. up the dust and he blows on it. Yeah. And he's like, wind. Uh-huh. And that's actually the sign for wind. So. Oh, interesting. So Bill's educated. Uh-huh. He's just acting stupid. Yeah. Yeah, that's how we're doing this. <laughs> so it, one, of, one of the things that the boys say throughout the movie whenever they see a historical figure is, let's bag him. Yeah, let's bag him. 
so the, so they kidnap Socrates and then they he go goes with them. Actually. Well, yeah, he just yeah. hangs out. He's yeah. like, "Oh, you guys are educated like me. Let's go and talk." <laughs> and then they get him in a phone booth, and then they go to ancient. Uh, blah, blah. They go to 15th century England. Yeah, England. They see the princesses. Yes, they're standing up on a balcony, just looking all pretty. So this part of the movie was actually really long. It was. It was the longest segment of the movie, yeah. except for when uh, the they they save the uh, save them from going to jail. Oh yeah, because that's a longer scene too. But th- this, this is the longest. This scene. one felt really long though. Yeah, because they're kind of goofing off. They're it's just... like a two part Doctor Who episode. Okay. <laughs> you know Doctor Who. Uh, were all two-part episodes because they had to teach children and the children had to know that there was something scary going to happen and then the next episode the scary thing went away uh-huh. anyway so uh when when he when the boys go to the, go to go into the castle they tell billy to watch the booth and socrates yeah billy and socrates are watching the booth but they have this nerf football yeah they get it in a backpack and this is like the beginning of a weird bromance uh-huh. <laughs> billy the kid and socrates are attached at the hip at this point yeah um so yeah they go in they're they're looking for the princesses they get in suits of armor like they're in scooby-doo yeah and then they fake sword fight and then bill accidentally knocks ted down a flight of stairs their their sword fight was like star wars yeah it yeah. was funny yeah, they were making the uh-huh. noise, and it was pretty funny. And and then uh, Bill follows Ted down the stairs, uh-huh. and then like sees Ted get stabbed through the heart. So Ted dies in this movie. So we find out that Bill's mad, and so he avenges Ted's death. <laughs> But then Ted shows up and, and saves him and, and saves Bill. <laughs> yeah, you know, he I said he fell out. I couldn't remember which one was Bill and Ted until like a year ago. Same. So, eh, it happens. Like, you know who Cheech is and you know who Chong is. Yes. You know who Jay is and you know who Silent Bob is. Mm-hmm. But Bill and Ted, I'd always intermingle them. It's because their characters are too similar. Yeah. Um, they call, they call the uh, king a royal ugly dude. And then the guys that they're supposed to marry, uh-huh. royal ugly dudes. Mm-hmm. But, uh, they, they were told they were going to be put in the Iron Maiden, which sounds triumphant. Yeah. Run to the hills. Yeah. When they say excellent, uh, the, the king changes his mind and says, you know, execute them. Run for <laughs> your life. And uh, <laughs> so we we get the scene where they're they're you know about to get their heads chopped off, and you see the booth is being driven in. Yeah, and some guys like oh, and they came out of this from the sky, and they had horns and tails, and they breathed fire. I'm like, that guy's an idiot. That's just like what the witch trials did. Yeah, that guy's an idiot though. None of that happened. It, well, the sky thing the happened, sky but thing the happened. other stuff didn't happen. Yeah. Liar, liar. Boo! <laughs> They're gonna get beheaded, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Execute them now!" So the headsmen, they bring up their axes, bring them down, On chop the off their heads. Bill and Ted are dead. Stop it! Credits. Yeah, they. Uh, we find out that it's actually Socrates and Billy. Yeah, it's Socrates and Billy <laughs> the Kid coming to save them. Like they were clued in somehow. It's just weird. And, yeah, they, they escape, uh, but not before their their TARDIS gets damaged. Yeah, when they finally are, are you know, have it activated, the there's this guy with a flail. Yeah. And he is really after them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a Morningstar flail. It's got spikes on it. Yeah. So they end up going to the future here. Yeah. And meeting the council. The three most important dudes ever. Yeah. Which is a black guy, I think a woman. It's two women and, a, and, and the man. So why are they called dudes? Because everyone is a dude. Oh, uh, yeah. So they come out of the thing and they're like, you guys stay here. So Socrates and Billy the Kid just stay there. Mm-hmm. They go out and they're like, 
watching them, mm-hmm. and then they start doing the the slow the air guitar, guitar strum, yeah, yeah, that slow air guitar, and they're like, uh, okay, and so they start doing it, yeah, not realizing what's going on, and then a bunch of extras come out, uh-huh. and they're all doing it too, and you can see on some of their faces like, why the hell am I doing this? <laughs> this I feel like an idiot, <laughs> and. And that's that. They're like, be excellent to each other, party on. And they're all like, ha, that's a real Bill and Ted thing to say. <laughs> that I bet I bet they say that to us anyway, you know. Yeah. Like, they're big stars. So they, they get back in the booth, they go to leave, and you can see on the council's faces that they realize that yeah. that's, that's damaged. It's damaged. Yeah. And so they... They kind of what this is when they land on uh, in Sandinas at the Circle K. I think. Oh no, we cut no to we cut to Napoleon. Yeah. yeah, Napoleon and who's a kid? Deacon. Deacon. Deacon I always want to call him Dick. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Deacon and and uh, a pair of twins. Yeah, just these two girls and mm-hmm. Deacon. Don't know who the girls are. He's just like, hey, I got this guy, Napoleon. You want to go to the ice cream store with him? (laughs) So they're at this place, Ziggy the Pig or something, I think it's called. I don't know what it was called. And it's this giant thing of ice cream called the Ziggy Pig. Ziggy Pig, yeah. Apparently, if you eat it all, you get a prize. You get a button. And And then poked. Yeah, you get poked at. This sounds really bad. Why why would anyone do this? I don't want to work there, and I don't want to go there. No. I'll just order their ice cream off of Amazon. <laughs> Dork. So, yeah, this is the first time uh, he's ever had ice cream. Uh, so, yeah, from here they go to Vienna, Austria. But let's let's step back a second. Napoleon really liked the ice cream. Yes. Like, he, he <laughs> the girl went to get more and she, he, like, spoon blocked her. Yeah. I was like, but that's later too. And then they go to Austria, and then we cut back to them. I just say Napoleon's a pig. <laughs> so they go to Vienna, Austria, and they steal Mister Sigmund Freud. Yeah, they like who they call Freud. They 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 rope him. Yeah, like he's they cattle. lasso him. Yeah, uh, Billy the kid lassos him. So they get Freud. Then they hop to 1810 in Germany and pick up Beethoven. Yep, they get Beethoven. Then they go to France in 1429 and get Joan of Arc. Mm-hmm. But here's the fun part of this scene. What? And this is why I wanted to do this podcast. What? Keanu Reeves, Ted. All right, Joan of Arc is praying her guts off mm-hmm. right here. Mm-hmm. She's like, dear Jesus, who lives in some place like heaven, uh, please make me win a war. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah. But mm-hmm. she's saying it in French and it sounds a whole lot better. Of course. The the, the TARDIS lands. Mm-hmm. It opens up. There's bright light. And he reaches out like this. Uh-huh. Like, uh, like God. Like the hand of God. Like God touching yeah. Adam. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of cool. Oh. Uh-huh. And this is the whole reason I wanted to do this one. Oh. Just for um, that scene? Just for that one scene. That's hilarious. I'm like, Ted's the hand of God. Uh, like on the Sistine Chapel. Yeah. That's it. Uh-huh. So, and then they go to Mongolia and uh, get King- Genghis Khan. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people call him Genghis Khan. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know how it's pronounced, really. The the guy, the the archaeology guy on the Travel Channel, he calls him Genghis uh, or whatever. Yeah. I can never say it right. Um, they did go to the Circle K before this, by the way. They they, they tempted Khan with a Twinkie. Yeah, they, they did. They did go to the Circle K before this because they only had Billy the Kid and Sigmund Freud in there. So we kind of skipped a little bit. But yeah, this is where they said, oh, we got a bunch of time. Let's get some extra credit. Mm-hmm. And so. Well, they found out they had like. They, they eventually find out they have two hours. Yeah. So. And then they get uh, go to America in, in 1863 and get Abraham Lincoln. Mm-hmm. And that's like a montage of kidnappings. What's funny, though, is when they when they knock on the door to they get say Abe, candy they say Candy Graham. Candy yeah. Graham. Like, like they're the land shark. Timu Jin. That's how you say Genghis Khan. This is a real lame idiot. <laughs> okay. Um, 
Then they land at Bill's house. Now, the booth the booth is full and they're traveling through there and they realize that the antenna's broken. Yeah. And uh, then we switch back to Deacon and uh, they're bowling. Yeah. Napoleon's cheating. Yeah, he's got like a 43 and he's just like marking a one there. Yeah. And they're all like, ugh. And so they decide to ditch him. Yeah. He, he's, he, he's a terrible bowler. Yeah. And he's mad about it. He sees the kids leaving, and he's like, ah, Mandu, or something like that. And Actum. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and the big old bowling owner, manager guy goes, hey, buddy, buddy, mm-hmm. you got to pay. Pay? Yeah. So he gets kicked out. So he gets thrown out. He's carrying a sword. I know. I was like, nobody's nobody cares. No. Yeah. So then we get to, it's a million BC. Yes. E. And uh, <laughs> they're trying to fix... Bill is trying to fix the antenna. Yes. Because he's the smarter one. And he's working it out, but then a piece breaks. Yes. So then they do a bubblegum train. Yeah. Well, first they were all eating pudding Mm -hmm. out of a can, Mm -hmm. like a tin can. Yes. And then, yeah, he breaks it. And then now they're chewing the gum and it's gross. It's very gross. (laughs) They all have these gigantic wads of gum in their mouth. Uh Uh-huh. And they're all, like, taking it out with their hand and, like, sticking it on the ball. Except for Except Ted. Except for Ted, who just, like, licks it onto the ball. Yeah, that's gross. <laughs> He's like, <"Bleh." laughs> So we see that they have fixed the antenna with the tin cans and the bubble gum. And so they all get back in, and they go, and uh, this is where they arrive at the beginning. Oh, yeah. So they did have everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Just couldn't remember. Uh-huh. And uh, uh, so Rufus is talking to him and Bill's like, how did we end up right back here? And he's like, well, you have to dial one up. Yeah. You got to mm-hmm. dial one number higher. Uh-huh. That's how you, that's how time works, you dope. <laughs> and he's was, like, oh. And that's when they find out that they have yeah. two hours left. He's like, oh, you should tell yourself to wind your watch again. Oh, yeah, I should tell myself to wind my watch. Which obviously Ted, don't matter. forget to wind your watch. Yeah. Oh, okay. And he, he just looks at his watch. He didn't even wind it at that moment. No. And so they they get back in, and then they land in Bill's backyard. Yeah. And Missy's watering the flowers. They land on the hose. She turns around. She's a little confused, but not faced. Mm-mm. Not faced at all. I'm like, if this had just happened, I'd be a little Yeah, concerned. that's because Missy, um, she's getting that good D, and she don't care. I don't think that's why. Yeah. That's I think exactly she's why. just vapid. A little. And she's, she's like, like, there's sodas. He's like, <laughs> we got to, could you take us to the mall? I think he says or something. And he asked like, for a ride and she oh, says, yeah. not until you get your chores done. So we have a chores montage. Yes. A la Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah, I guess Where they're so. all cleaning yeah. something and funny stuff is happening while they're cleaning. I'm not going to mention it all, but Sigmund Freud puts his lips against a uh, vacuum cleaner and Genghis Khan tried to drink out of a toilet bowl. Yeah, yeah. After he... Oh, and Billy the Kid uh, uh, cheats at washing dishes. He does. So he's just a cheater all the way around. So then they all go to the mall. Let's go to the mall. Yeah. I've been watching How I Met Your Mother. I know. <laughs> And so they take him up this escalator and like he tells Sigmund Freud, watch out. He might get sucked, sucked in. He's concerned about all of them. Like, I think I think he says something to Billy because Billy wears that long duster coat. He says something to Socrates about, you know, not getting his his robe stuck in. And I think he said to somebody else. Yeah, Sigmund like, Freud. He told Sigmund Freud not to fall in. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, it was very weird. Because the only thing that would get caught on him would be a shoelace, probably. Yeah, and the uh, the history presentation is started. Yes. It's a two-hour presentation, though. It, he said it's from 2 to 4, or 1.30 to 3.30. The, they're the last presentation, and they're supposed to go on at 2.45, so it must yeah. be supposed to be lasting till 3. Okay, well, there you go. Yeah, one thirty to three thirty. Then, I know it was a long one, and I would never have sat through that. You would have had to. No, I wouldn't have. I would have skipped that day. It's your final exam. You would have gone and done your exam and then left. No, I wouldn't have. 
That's stupid. Did you know me when I was going to high school? No, but... I wouldn't have gone. That's dumb. I wouldn't have gone to that. I would have. It was terrible. You knew me through the high school. The whole thing. You know I, I would have had anxiety. I wouldn't have done that. I wouldn't have done it at all. That's weird. I'm not going to do it now. <laughs> well, good thing you don't have to. <laughs> um, then we cut back to uh, Napoleon, and this uh, woman is at... He's at the water park, and this woman says, I'm paying for 11 children, and she gives the money... Uh, grabs a kid that's next to her and walks away from the park while Napoleon and eight other kids go into the park. Uh So she has paid for 11 children, three of which aren't there. Yes. This director needs to learn how to count. (laughs) Maybe he's bad at math. Uh, Well, he's bad at something because he changes the princesses uh, in the next movie. Oh, I thought so. (laughs) Weird. So then we get to uh, back to the mall and Joan of Arc is watching a fitness instructor. Mm-hmm. Beethoven is f- discovering music in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, Socrates and Billy the Kid, you know, the bromance guys, yes. are trying to pick up a couple chicks. Sigmund Freud C-blocks them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're like, way to go, egghead. <laughs> and then Socrates calls him a geek. I know. And, and Sigmund Freud is like, what is a geek? Um, Genghis Khan is in sporting goods mm-hmm. and Abraham Lincoln is getting a portrait done to himself, uh, like one of those old timey yeah. portraits and the guy wants the uh, suit and hat back and he goes, well, you don't understand. He wants These a beard. are mine. Yeah. Oh, and the fake beard. Yeah. And he's like, you don't understand. I'm Abraham Lincoln. And they're like, no, you're not. And he's like, no, this is my stuff. Uh-huh. And he wrestles him because uh-huh. Abraham Lincoln used to be a wrestler. Yeah. I don't know if they knew this at that time. I don't even know if the director intentionally put that in, but I know it, and that's my Easter egg. Yeah, they were all supposed to sit at this one table and just wait there while Bill and Ted went to find Napoleon. Yeah. But that obviously wasn't going to happen. They all go a little overboard. Um, They all get arrested. Joan of Arc, like, pushes the fitness instructor away Mm -hmm. and starts doing her thing. Genghis Khan... Uh, he just goes crazy with a baseball bat at one point. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, we got to get him. Then he's wearing pads, a helmet, and uh, riding a yeah, skateboard. He's, he's in all padded the, up gear. The guy that played uh, Genghis Khan, though, uh-huh. we know him. We've seen him a lot. He He's a stuntman. Yeah. Uh, he just recently died. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was in Big Trouble in Little China. Yep. Uh, Lethal Weapon. Um, a lot of the action movies from the 80s. Um, but in this one, he got a role as Genghis Khan. And so, yeah, they all get into fights. They all do something wrong, except for Beethoven. I, I, don't know I think Beethoven's was loitering. Yeah. They all get arrested. Bill and Ted find out they get arrested. Mm-hmm. I don't know how, but they do. Well, they probably went back to the mall and was like hearing about it because everyone's going to talk about that. All of this would have lasted longer than two hours. All of this. Okay. They had two hours. Oh, I know. And now all this would have lasted too long. Uh-huh. I call this the time travel loophole theory. Where they go, hey, let's remember to do this thing. And then they somehow remember it after the fact mm-hmm. and do it. So they find the keys. Oh, they find the keys. They get... Uh, the tape recorder. The tape recorder. They dump a trash can that says Wild Stallions rules on their dad. Mm-hmm. They get all the historical figures out, including a bunch of hookers. Well, I think they had to because they were in the same cell as Joan. I'm guessing in 1988 there was a huge hooker problem. Uh, I, I feel like I heard about that when I was young. Because yeah. I, I remember seeing a hooker once when I was like 10. And I was like... Why is that lady dressed like that in the daytime on this road? And dad goes, well, she's a hooker. And I was like, oh. Your dad might have just <laughs> thought she was a hooker. Eh, she might not have been a she hooker. She might not have been a hooker, but she sure looked like, like, when I remember her, she looks like a hooker. Yeah, so Bill and Ted get Fs at first. Yes, because it's 245 and they haven't shown up. And then he's like, the, the teacher's like, hey, guys, um... We were going to have one more presentation, but I guess we're going to stop early and everybody's relieved. 
Yeah. They're all like, good, this was three hours. And then the lights go off. Yeah, lights go off. Music starts playing, swelling up. And then it's Bill and Ted's presentation. Mm -hmm. Which is really kind of a good presentation. Yeah. (laughs) Billy the Kid's... uh, starts it off and everybody's like ugh. he also shoots out a light and then he shoots out a light and everybody's like you got their attention uh-huh. so there was he shot a gun in a school he also shot a gun in a mall yes he did <laughs> billy the kid should have been arrested he was <laughs> uh the report goes pretty good though um ted is uh, translates socrates yeah they all uh they actually learned stuff like they would introduce yeah. people and they would give facts about them. Mm-hmm. So they did actually learn some history. And, and this report, they had to tie in their history uh, figures with um, how they would uh, interact in San Dimas in 1988. You remember, all of them had to say, oh, and they would have loved San Dimas. Oh. You know, that's that's how they would tie it in. And some, some you know, there was this one, he was this football kid. And he, I don't know what he was talking about. He goes... And some of them were big, and then some of them were small. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, San Dimas High School football rules. Mm-hmm. And everybody cheers. So we had that dork in class, too. <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> I know who you are. Um, so they each kind of have a little display, like Napoleon is doing war games. Yeah. Joan of Arc does uh, sword play. Mm-hmm. Beethoven, of course, plays. Socrates, you know, you mentioned already had, you know, Ted doing yeah. interpretation. Uh, Ted gets psychoanalyzed by Sigmund Freud. Oh, yeah. In front of his dad. In front of his dad. Because both of their dads showed up. Yeah, both of their dads and Missy show up. Uh-huh. And Missy just, she just loves that history teacher. It was kind of weird. It was like, Missy slept with everybody, oh, hasn't yeah. she? <laughs> Missy, Missy was the town bicycle. Everybody got a ride. Oh. Yeah. Uh, except for Bill or Ted. I mean, even Deacon gets a ride later on. Spoilers. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Napoleon wants to add water slides to his attack at Waterloo now. Yeah. And they're like, I don't think it'll work, dude. And he gets mad and he like throws all the things mm-hmm. off the table. Um, Beethoven gives like a musical presentation. Billy the Kid, they didn't show anything that he Not did. Not anything else. Um, um, there might have been a cut scene where he's doing lasso tricks. Mm-hmm. Con did dis- display. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then Abraham Lincoln, of course, they save for last. The, yeah, they save him for last. He tells a little speech and then he says, party on, dudes. Yeah. And they're like, well, we got to go. And then they all shove themselves back into this tiny <laughs> phone booth. And, and, disappear. and disappear. And everybody's like, wow, we want more. And they're like, we want more. We want more. And then we cut back to the garage again. Mm-hmm. And Bill and Ted are playing. And they're like, then they stop. And they're like, you know what? We we travel time. We're supposed to be these important people. And uh, nothing's changed. We got eight pluses on our, you know, yeah. exam. And they're like, uh, Bill was like, well, maybe we should actually learn how to play. Yeah. So they start to learn. But then Rufus shows up with the princesses. Yes. And he goes, hey. I've delivered these whores to you. He doesn't say it like that. No. But that's exactly he's, what he's doing. And and it also uh it also establishes that they did go back and try and look for the princesses, yeah. but they couldn't find them. Mm-hmm. And we find out that Rufus had taken them. Had already. taken them. The the funny thing also is uh they've gotten makeovers. Yes. So their hair's all scrunchy and curly now and all nineteen eighties. They're wearing that nineteen eighties clothes. Uh huh. They they've look all been right. giving credit cards. Yeah, they've been giving credit cards. A um, couple things I want to know about this relationship is uh, where do they live? Yeah. Um, how did they make their money? Mm-hmm. And uh, how do they cope with the intense differences between times? Oh, yeah. Because, like, they used to have to crap in a hole and then cover the hole with dirt like a cat. And now... <laughs> And now all they do is they poop in water and it, and then they, like, make the water go away. You know, the people who lived in castles didn't have to do that. Oh, yes, they did. Nobody's talking to you, Google. Oh, yes, they did. They they had... No, they'd have to go out with a spade shovel. No, 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 no. Dig a no, hole, no. poop the, in the it. The royalty had, like, like, outhouses that were in the... 
I watched a documentary on it. It's really Game weird. of Thrones is not a documentary. I wasn't talking about Game of Thrones. Tyrion Lannister's dad died on a uh, died on a toilet. You know, if you go back to the Greeks and and uh, Romans, they also had the aqueducts. Well, they didn't poop in the aqueducts. They had they had bathrooms. They were outdoor bathrooms, but they you know. Which is a hole that you have to dig, and they, they move that around. No, they're established. You can go visit them now. Now? After they created water? No, you're doing this on purpose. I'm Stop not. it. <laughs> anyway, that's not what this discussion is. So anyway, yeah, uh, Rufus gives them cool guitars. Wants them to sign their album. Yeah. And uh, then he goes... Can, can I jam with you? And he pulls out his guitar, you know, and he's really yeah, good. He plays like uh, the Eddie Van Halen. And then the movie's over. And he, well, Rufus says, I promise they get better. Yeah, because they're terrible. Um, and this was supposed to be like a one-off movie. They didn't it really, makes sense. They didn't really intend this movie to be even have a sequel. And let alone a movie coming out, you know, 50 years later. So, 20. Well, 25, 30. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. The 90s was 30 years ago. So, the music was pretty good. Mm -hmm. Um, They mentioned Van Halen a lot. They wore Van Halen t-shirts. You saw Van Halen posters. Mm -hmm. Not one Van Halen song is in this movie. Mm -mm. That is a little bizarre. It is weird. Um, The other bizarre thing is that uh, the music that they did use, I've never heard any of these bands before. Uh, I think it said at the beginning that the music was composed by David Newman. Is that okay. the 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 uh, the Newman guy that blinded me by blinded me with science guy? Gary Newman. That's Gary Newman. So I don't know. Yeah. So maybe it was all original music for this movie. Might have been. It was all just this generic rock music, but it reminded me a lot of the movie Heavy Metal that mm-hmm. we had done, and uh, because it was so like. F- um, muffled mm-hmm. like is just in the background yeah it but wasn't supposed lyrics. to be you know the main focus right but there were lyrics you you expect the lyrics to be heard but apparently not um this movie also wasn't expected to do well in the theaters mm-hmm. they just made the movie um well they expect movies to do well but it tested poorly mm-hmm. they re-edited it it tested poorly again, so they went back to the original edit, and there you go. Interesting. This movie has two sequels. Yes. Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey and Bill and Ted Face the Music. Bill and Ted Face the Music is a little bit more similar to this movie than Bogus Journey. Yes. So anyway, if you like this podcast, you can find us on Facebook. We are Happy Fun Time Movie Hour. If... You have Twitter. We are at Funtime Movies One. That is Funtime Movies and the number one. Like, share, subscribe. So, as for me and my friends, go watch a movie.